Hey, my name is J.D. Larson, one of the pastors at North City Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. I hope this inspires and equips you to love God more deeply and to love your neighbor as yourself. At North City, our mission is to love our neighbors in the way of Jesus, and we hope this message emboldens you to do just that in whatever space God has sent you to. Be sure to subscribe and keep in touch with the conversations North City is having. And if you want to find out more about our community, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram or online at NorthCityChurchMPLS.com. Enjoy the message. What's up, everybody? Pastor JD here. Hope you got in a great conversations about what movie genres you're into. Hey, Right now, this sermon time is going to be a little bit different today. We're taking a step out of our sermon series to have a conversation about what is next for North City. So I have three big shifts happening in the North City community that I want to share with you that will take place in August. And uh, I'll leave you in suspense. If you check your email at all, you probably aren't in suspense about those uh, shifts, but I'll leave you in suspense if this is a fresh hearing for you of those. And I'll answer the community time question. One of my favorite movie genres is thrillers. I love thrillers. I think in part because I had this really uh, amazing experience with my grandmother watching a thriller. Yes, my grandmother. Uh, When I was in my teenage years, my grandmother loves movies. And she said, let's go to a movie. And I I went with her, and she picked out the movie. And uh, it was I Am Legend. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that old Will Smith movie, uh, but it's for sure a thriller and sort of a scary one. So immediately when the film started, I was super nervous that my grandmother was going to have a heart attack or something. And she did not move a single muscle the whole movie. And I, there was a couple times I like reached over and just grabbed her hand to make sure she was still, uh, you know, had a pulse. Uh, and I was super nervous because my grandmother is sort of a conservative woman and there's some scary scenes uh, in that movie and we're walking out of the theater and I was like I don't know how she experienced that and she's like I loved it and I just bust out laughing I just love that experience with my grandmother and I think it's got me hooked on thrillers for the rest of my life Uh, one of the things I love about thrillers is they evoke these emotions this adrenaline that you feel in the midst of suspense when you don't know what's going to happen next But the thing about thrillers is they're only usually an hour and a half long. So your body can handle the thrill, if you will. Their body can handle not knowing what's next. And there's usually a resolution at the end of the movie. I've been reflecting on this and I asked that community time question because don't you feel like 2020 has been you stuck in a thriller movie and it's not ending? Maybe uh, I I say that because you may have some of the same feelings uh, that come up in the midst of uncertainty. And I just want to name, part of today is about naming where North City is at and maybe where you're at, that I've been listening to you uh, in conversations and I know that this season has been really challenging because we are in the midst of uncertain times. It's hard for us to plan out our lives. It's hard for us to say uh, what will be next. And I've been so proud about how each of you have responded in the midst of this uncertainty. But it needs to be named that this is not the way it's supposed to be. And even though it's not the way it's supposed to be, we as a community and you as a person need to respond. So then that begs the question, how do we respond as a church community? How do you respond as a disciple of Jesus in the midst of this uncertainty? 
as I've been listening to you, some of the things that we've been grieving because things are not the way that they're supposed to be is this real uh, lack of connection uh, with each other, uh, with God, and a lack of connection with mission, which are the cornerstones of what it means for us to be people who follow in the footsteps of Jesus and for us to be a community that lives into the way of Jesus, uh, like our mission statement says. Uh, I've had conversations with you where you've shared, man, it has just been hard in this season when church has been different church has mostly been on a screen like it is today to, to really connect with God. And uh, many of you extroverts and introverts have said, hey, this has been really hard. And one of the things I've noticed is that I have come to be okay with the fact that I connect best with God when I'm with other people. And that's been really hard for you in this season. This pandemic and all the other things that we're wading through in 2020 have uh, put us in this state of uh, not knowing what to do next. But here we are, I think, at this critical juncture of our church's life. We're not even a year old, if you will. Our launch was last September. And here we are in the midst of this, at a critical moment, I believe, where uh, we feel strongly, the leadership team, us as pastors and as a staff, feel strongly that it's time for us to step into something new, uh, step into what's next for us. And it's just really important to pause and note that the church uh, has been forged in these moments of having to step into these uncertain times. Actually, the church began in uncertain times. Our journey through the New Testament has been showing us all year that the church uh, had its birth in response to uncertainty. All over in Paul's letters that we've been reading, uh, in this last sermon series in particular, he is calming, he's giving confidence to, and he's giving leadership to these churches in uncertain times. In times uh, where they are under threat, where uh, they are experiencing persecution, and there's all different dynamics, different than our own today, but dynamics that are keeping them scattered, that are, uh, ina- are not enabling them to gather together in large groups. Sound familiar? There's all things, all sorts of things that they're facing, and Paul is trying to speak encouragement in, into them. And since we're deviate, deviating from our plan this morning, uh, I thought I would take the privilege to just jump ahead into Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10. And I want to share this verse or these few verses with you because they just so resonated with my spirit about uh, how the Holy Spirit can guide us into what's next. So I'm going to read the scripture, Hebrews 10, uh, verses 19 through 25, and I, I hope that it can root us in confidence so we have uh, the courage to take the next steps that I feel like, that we as a team feel like, is next for our community. So would you read this with me, and would you receive these words from Paul uh, as uh, like we're receiving them from the Holy Spirit afresh? Paul says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19, he says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is, the body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with sincere hearts. I love that line. Let us draw near. Let us step in. Let us pursue God with sincere hearts and full of assurance that faith that the faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled 
to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For, we, for, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider, uh, and this is really prudent for our context, let us consider how we might spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another all the day as we see, or, or, and all the more as we see the day approaching. I just love some of the themes that are in that. I love what Paul is doing to encourage the people in uncertain times to to step towards God's presence, to rely on him more in uncertain times, to hold unswervingly to the hope that we know that we have, uh, and that hope being based on the faithfulness of Jesus, not giving up meeting together, to think of others and how we can spur one another on. In uncertain times, it's easy to, to turn inward and think of ourselves, but how can we be a community that spurs one another on? These are questions that should guide our next steps. The leadership team uh, met this last week and we were praying over North City and I asked the leadership team the question, what do we hope for for North City in this next season? And there were some really amazing answers. Some things like, we hope for rest for North City in this time. We hope for this infusion of spiritual fervor, that we would have the passion to share the gospel with our friends, to experience God in fresh ways. But one that really stuck with me and I think is so prudent for this time is something that Nicole Price, one of our leadership team members, shared. She said, my hope for North City in this time is that we lean in. My hope is that we lean in. She said, we sort of have an option, each of us in our personal lives and the communities that we're a part of, to either stand still, to step back, or to lean in. And I love that. That so resonates with what Paul is encouraging the church to do at the time, to lean in in the midst of uncertainty, lean into God's presence, lean into uh, faithfulness in him and taking steps of faith. And I hope that that can uh, be in our consciousness as we take these next steps as a community, that we can be a community that's not stepping back, that's not standing still, but leaning in to things uh, like taking a risk in the future. This is what I think leaning in means in these circumstances of uncertainty. I think leaning in means pausing to articulate what we actually hope for, uh, to not be subsumed by the circumstances, but be able to, to look at them and say, this is what we hope for even in the midst of these circumstances. Beyond that, I think it means looking at the obstacles that we face and starting to see the obstacles as opportunity uh, opportunity for us to step into faith in God. So starting to see obstacles as opportunities. And as I go uh, on here and share what three big shifts are for North City, I think I'm wanting and inviting North City to lean in, to hold on to the hope that we have as a community that God has called us to, to love our neighbors in the way of Jesus, and to see the obstacles that are in front of us as opportunities to experience God in new ways and grow deeper in relationship with God, grow deeper in relationship as a community, and grow deeper in mission, even in these uncertain times. So there's all the visiony stuff, but what does this actually mean? 
what are we doing next? Um, and we sent out a video earlier this week, hopefully you got to see it, but I'm gonna go over what this means for us practically, how this shifts who we are as a community. And I'm gonna give it to you here in one statement. Uh, this is what I think North City is called to in this next season. It's called to be, North City is called to become a network of digital and in-person micro communities that inhabit a micro macro rhythm of online or outdoor gatherings Sunday evening. Now that's a lot there. So I'm gonna spend the rest of my time breaking down what these shifts mean for me. And if you're already uh, resistant to change in this time and you're like, whoa, that's a lot, let me reassure you that this is an experiment phase for North City. What I mean by that is uh, this isn't certainty forever, but this is the normal that we're going to step into for the next phase of North City. I can't tell you right now what North City is always going to be like, but I have confidence that this is what North City is called into in the next three months. And really, here's the secret. The church is always experimenting because the church is always responding to what the Holy Spirit's doing in their midst. So let's break this down. What does this mean for us? This breaks down to the three fundamental shifts that I want you to know about. The first one, and this is the biggest one, I said that North City is becoming a network of digital and in-person micro-communities. Those micro-communities we're going to call North City communities. And uh, there's been a lot of language out there in the church world to describe what these are. You've probably been familiar with the term missional community or micro church. We're going to call them just simply North City communities. And here's what they are. They're micro expressions of the North City community every other week. And what I mean by micro is these are smaller in-person or digital expressions of our community scattered, if you will, in different spaces, different parts of the city, or on different Zoom calls. And what I think this does for this for us is a couple things. It looks at the obstacle of not being able to gather in, indoors in, as a large group as an opportunity to experience a different aspect of what the church ought to be. And I use my words very carefully there because I think one of the things that we're realizing in this whole uh, pandemic is that the, uh, the church in North America, and, and we're susceptible of this as well as North City, is we've overemphasized the macro expressions of church. We've uh, boiled church down to only going to church on Sundays, these indoor, really exciting expressions of the church. And that is not all the church is. That's not how the church started. As we learned or talked about in Hebrews, those churches that Paul was talking to, they were micro communities. They had to meet in smaller spaces. They didn't have Zoom back then, uh, but they met in homes. They ate together. That's how the church started. It was only later that it became bigger expressions of indoor worship. So this is a chance for us to reimagine and re-engage in an ancient way of being the church. So we're looking at this obstacle of large, not being able to have large gatherings and looking at it as an opp opportunity to inhabit a new way of being the church together. And that is a network of these micro churches. So what does this actually look like? Like I said, they will be digital and in-person. So wherever, you feel, uh, uh, wherever you're on the spectrum of feeling safe being around other people right now, there will be a space for you to participate in one of these because they will be digital or in-person. And so we'd love to hear from you. We're encouraging everybody to join one of these. 
these if you would prefer a digital or in-person one. So what, the, what would this look like? This is every other week rhythm. And here's a really important thing. We're not asking people to do this in addition to our Sunday gatherings. We're asking to people to do this as a part of our Sunday gatherings. So that's what I'm talking about every other week, micro and macro. So if you went to these one of the in-person North City communities, it would look very much like a common table like we used to do where you would come together. Uh, maybe food wouldn't be appropriate in that context. Maybe it will. They'll have to decide what's best for them. But this would look like you coming together, hanging out in a backyard in an outdoor space, a smaller number of people checking in with each other on an every other week basis. How are you doing? And then instead of uh, watching a sermon or, or listening to worship together or worshiping together, you'll do dwelling in the word or some sort of Bible study process like that. And then you'll check in with each other about what the Holy Spirit's up to in, you, in your life and how you feel challenged to respond. And then in addition to that context, you, you might also form a, a mission together. There might be unique micro ways that you uh, as a community fulfill our mission of loving our neighbors in the way of Jesus in ways that we could never imagine doing as a whole macro community together. And the digital expression will be much the same, just over a digital platform. In that instance, we will provide some prompts, if you will, for you to discuss in Zoom. So much like recent Sundays when we've been all together watching something and then broke out, uh, we broke out into Zoom calls, it'll be something like that as well. A consistent community of belonging, of deeper connection with uh, the North City community, deeper connection with God, and uh, maybe even specific missions will come out of those particular contexts. So this is a big shift for us. Uh, what do we need you to do? So I, I, like I said, I'm encouraging everyone to join one of these. There's a form in the description that you can uh, say, hey, I'd like to join one and we'll help you get connected with one based on your preference of digital or in-person. The shift number two, here's a big one. We're going to worship in Victory Park. So we're shifting our macro gatherings together. And again, these will be every other week starting August 2nd because we'll be in that micro-macro rhythm. But we're going to worship in the park, uh, the, the park right next to Loring. And uh, I wanted to mention that we'll be doing our best to live stream these. So if you still don't feel comfortable being in an outdoor space or if we ever have to go back to a digital context, uh, that will be available to you as well. But I'm super excited for this. This will be a socially distanced worship gathering in the park. There'll be a playground there for the kids to play and interact with some of the worship gathering as well. This is starting next week. So August 2nd will be our first one of these. We highly encourage you to come and participate with us in the park. An obstacle right now for North City is that it's only visible online. And this uh, outdoor space provides for us an opportunity to be visible to our neighborhood in a new way again. Isn't it amazing that we will be able to sit there in a park with neighbors going by, worshiping Jesus as a way to say, we're here for you, to love you in the way of Jesus. So that's a big shift that's taking place. And like I said, we're gonna try this as long as the weather holds in an every other week pattern uh, for the next three months. The last shift, you caught that as well, is we're shifting to Sunday evenings. So that gathering in the park will start this for us. That will be 6 p.m. in the park. Part of that is real practical. Uh, it's hot right now outside if the weather's nice on Sunday. And we're just shifting to get some shade on one thing. On, on one respect. But another respect, this opens an opportunity uh, for us to reach more neighbors in that time frame. But also when the weather turns down the line, the, uh, the locations that will be open to us 
um, probably will not have the 1030 time slot open. Loring in particular, uh, it's very unlikely that there'll be a space open for us to worship at. So the venues that we're looking at when we have to move indoors and when it's safe to move indoors are evening time slots. So this gets us ahead of the game and gets us in a rhythm of worshiping in that time slot. So I know these are some pretty big shifts. And I know you might be thinking of this and saying, hey, this really, uh, it's hard to change in uncertain times. And I think uh, from the beginning of North City, I've always had this phrase in my mind, I want to be a church that's nimble enough to respond to what Jesus is doing around us. And our leadership, our staff, this is our best attempt for us to shift into a mode of being that helps us to be nimble enough to respond to what God is doing in your life and the neighbors that we so desperately are called to love in the way of Jesus. So as a way to dig into this a little bit more, I got the opportunity to sit down with Adobe uh, and she just asked me some really practical questions about what these shifts mean for us. So check it out. All right. Good morning, North City Church. Now, I have a bunch of questions. I don't know about you. You know, we're in a season, Pastor J.D. Is after maternity leave is doing all this pivoting <laughs> on us, you know what I mean? So I want to make sure I get clarification, okay? So I know, I'm assuming you want to. So I have questions. Yeah. So my first question to you, sir, Sweet. is how do these shifts fit in with our priorities for this year? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm nervous now. Like you, you, you built it up, so hopefully I can bring the clarity here. All right. Yeah, good question. What, how do these fit into our priorities? So just as a reminder, our priorities are experiencing God, taking mm -hmm. a risk, mm -hmm. um, empowering children, and fighting for margin. Right. And I think the taking risk part is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> this, this is a shift. This is a change for us mm -hmm. that will require everybody to do something different, to take a step of faith. Um, the experiencing God portion of it is uh, something that's really exciting to me because even before the pandemic hit, I think uh, our macro expression of church, uh, everybody knew that it was missing some element of what it means for us to experience God together. And I'm excited for uh, the different way we experience God uh, in smaller groups together. So I'm thinking about how you experience God differently when you're able to actually pray with someone um, and pray for someone and be prayed for mm -hmm. to be known in that way how you can specifically ask for God to do things in people's lives instead of just praying along with us during a servant ser uh, a service or something like that I also think about the, the the cool things that come about when smaller communities are desperately listening to the Holy Spirit for guidance on what it means for them specifically to love their neighbors in the way of Jesus you just see a different side of God's amazing capacity uh, to lead us um, and how we together in those smaller space and spaces can hear God's voice. The other, the other big thing I'm excited for is uh, this uh, for our kids. What does mm -hmm. this mean for our kids right. and how will this empower them? Mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the things that's been so sad to me in this time is that uh, kids have really sort of been left out. These experiences of doing church online have been tricky. I mean, mm -hmm. we have great resources that we're putting out mm -hmm. um, for them to engage in, but it's just hard, mm -hmm. right? It's just hard for kids to engage in this. And these North City communities will be smaller spaces where they can see each other. Mm -hmm. Even if it's on a screen, they mm -hmm. can see and interact with each other. And I'm excited for the creative ways that we, these leaders and hosts, come up with uh, for kids to interact with each other in, in both of those spaces. But the biggest one is I, I've learned over my time leading in family life that the best 
thing we can do to empower our kids mm -hmm. is let them watch us follow Jesus. Amen. And it's, Amen. they can do that in a larger setting, sure. but there's something just really unique that happens in these smaller micro community settings mm -hmm. where our kids get to see us as a community respond to what Jesus is doing together. And mm -hmm. I can't think of a more powerful thing of leading by example where they actually can watch us read scripture together. They can watch us uh, pray for one another. They can uh, watch us talk about our faith. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited in that way. Just one for them to play with each other right. if it's an in-person one or in mm -hmm. the park um, mm -hmm. when they're there mm -hmm. uh, or to see each other on screen. Both of those would be uh, an improvement from what it is now. Fighting sure. for margin. Um, fighting for margin. It was really important for us uh, when we were talking about these shifts to not create a lot of new things mm -hmm. or no new things. Right. And that's why we made the crucial decision to be in this micro macro pattern mm -hmm. of doing uh, North City communities every other week and then being gotcha. in a larger group gathering because we didn't want to add something to people's calendar. We mm -hmm. wanted to uh, replace something in their calendar with a different way of being. So we've tried our best to make things in intentional mm -hmm. instead of additional or mm -hmm. integral into what we're doing. So we've fought for uh, North City's margin in, in doing that, so. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, so next question. What will the North City community look like? Yeah, um, so let's just take an in-person one, for right. instance. So you might walk up uh, to someone's backyard or a park and people are gonna wave and say, hey, so-and-so, great to see you. And they'll have a socially distanced way of being together in that backyard or in that park. And it'll start uh, just with uh, seeing how everybody's week's doing, mm -hmm. uh, connecting with each other, just sort of an organic, hey, how are you doing sort of conversation. And mm -hmm. the digital ones will kind of have the same sort of vibe. We used to do those coffee and connections times, if right. you remember those, right. where we held each other's babies up. <laughs> You know, uh, Caleb showed us his lizard. Remember that one? Or like the, the oh, chameleon new, thing he right. had. And, and so it was, digital ones will have that same sort of vibe where gotcha. everybody's either drinking their coffee or uh, maybe eating something and connecting with each other. Mm -hmm. um, and then there'll be some sort of intentional turn where in an in-person context, uh, when you're focusing on connecting with God and each other, the practice will probably be dwelling in the word, okay. which is a familiar practice to us. Okay. Same for the digital ones. We'll have some set up for them to do dwelling in the word together and they'll do it over Zoom. Okay. Uh, and then from there, there will just be this sort of intentional conversation. So one of the North City communities that's meeting in person wants to ask the question, uh, came uh, similar to the theme I talked about today, what does it mean for you to lean into what God's asking you to do? Mm -hmm. So there'll be that level of uh, walking alongside each other in faith that okay. we couldn't do in a larger context and they'll have intentional conversation like that. So. Another expression of these will be mission. So each of these communities will have conversations about what it means for them to specifically love their neighbors in the way of mm, Jesus. Okay. So they might do something really fun with their time instead of having that sort of intentionality and more of an out sort of welcoming event that they'll do, say an in-person one. They're, they're having discussions about uh, having backyard barbecues, uh, yoga on the parkway was wow. one of the, <laughs> yeah. well, Sweet. me too. I, I <laughs> like, well, that sounds great. Uh, you might not see me there, but, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, really, really exciting uh, sort of ways that uh, something fun that you would want to do that mm -hmm. you would invite your friend to or something like that. In the digital ones, I'm excited for them to just be able to organize together to connect with what's going on in our world, mm -hmm. uh, engage in some of the things that North City cares about, mm -hmm. uh, maybe have discussions about what it means, means for them specifically in their own neighborhoods to love their community, uh, to love their neighbors around them. So. Mm -hmm. That's what it'll look like okay. um, to participate in one and what you'd experience in uh -huh. All right, so question. Yeah. Let's say I'm new. This is my first, second, or third time. Sure, yeah. Um, I don't feel comfortable right. going to someone's home or jumping yeah. to Zoom. Mm -hmm. So what is there for me Yeah. to still connect with North City? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked that. The, the really important thing to note here, and it, it may have easy to get lost in the details, is that there will be something online mm -hmm. to engage with every single week, okay. even if you're not a part of the North City community. Okay. So let me explain that a little bit. Sure. Obviously, in the, in the macro settings, we're gonna live stream those as best we can <laughs> right. from a park, right. or you could come to the park, so mm -hmm. that person would experience that. But with the North City Community Weeks in particular, we will still go live with something online. Mm -hmm. So if someone uh, is interested in participating, they can tune in on Facebook, and there will be a little worship a little mm. sermonette, okay. some announcements. So okay. it almost be like a mini version okay. of what our online gatherings like you're experiencing now mm -hmm. will be. And some of the digital communities will use that as a setup for their own specific discussion. So gotcha. they may jump into a Zoom call afterwards. Okay. But if someone's new, they can still participate in that sort of expression every week. They're, they can still tune in online mm -hmm. or show up in person. Um, uh, at the park Rock. to experience a worship gathering. Awesome. So, question, if I want to join, mm -hmm. how can I go about doing that? Great question. Yeah, we have a really simple online form that is your first step. So, gotcha. that's in the link to the description of the video you're watching right now. Mm -hmm. Came out in an email earlier this week. It will be on our website this week. You just need to fill out that Join a North City Community form. Just ask you simple questions. Do you want to be in an in-person one or a digital gathering? Are you already connected with someone who's going to host one of these things? Mm -hmm. So if you know someone who's going to host one, you want to be in theirs, and you're, you're cool with it being an in-person or a digital one, we want to know that so we can uh, put you in that community. Okay. But if you don't, that's totally okay. We're going to walk with you, mm -hmm. and uh, you'll fill out that form within a week or two. We'll, we'll circle back with you and say, hey, we've connected you with this North City community. Here's when they meet. Here's some predictable patterns of what it means for them to be a community together. Okay, I have another question. Sweet. What if restrictions... That's what you're here for. Yeah, of course, <laughs> yes. listen. Yes. Uh, what if restrictions are put back in place? Yeah, so what if, uh, what if things get a little more unsafe See, for right. us? What if the governor or other authorities are really discouraging these sort of in-person gatherings? Mm -hmm. The simple is, answer is we've already established what it means for us to do church digitally, completely digitally. Gotcha. And if it if it if we need to go back to that, mm -hmm. these in-person uh, uh, North City communities are will be ready to become digital North City communities. Gotcha. And we'll stop meeting in a park if, gotcha. if that becomes unsafe. Right. And, and we will um, revert back to totally online. Okay. Which, by the way, if the weather is really bad, yeah. <laughs> we're going to do online. So right, gotcha. stay tuned about that. But I just also wanted to mention that in each of these spaces, we're going to do our best to equip the people leading them. Okay. And we ourselves, as we're leading the outdoor spaces, are doing our best to follow uh, the wisdom and advice and guidelines given to us uh, by 
uh, the health department, the state, in what it means for people to safely gather in those spaces. So, so one more question. Sweet. We're in Minnesota, uh -huh. and we're doing this stuff in the park. Yeah. Now, if we mess around and start getting cold. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Where um, are we going to go? Or is there, do we have maybe another space we can go to that's mm -hmm. kind of indoors, but we can still do safe distancing? Or do we just go ahead Great and question. go back to online? How would that look like? Great question. We're going to cross those bridges as they come to us gotcha. in some respects. But uh, I think it's important for the North City community to know that we're already thinking through. I mean, winter's coming. Right. So uh, <laughs> we're already thinking through. And part of our shift to the 6 p.m. space, like I said, is in anticipation of being able to go to venues gotcha. that are indoors, if it's safe to go to an indoor mm -hmm. venue, mm -hmm. um, that are open in that six o'clock hour. So we've got some partnerships that have already opened their doors to us if we need them. Okay. Um, so that's an option to us or to go back to digital yeah. for sure. All right. But yeah, we're, we're gonna have to do that. <laughs> but for the next three months, we're hoping that the, the weather uh, holds for us. And okay. we're kind of saying through September for sure we'll be in the park if the weather's good and then okay. we'll assess gotcha um, which is the best we can do in these times to so take sweet. a little bit at a time all so, right well thank yeah. you so much pastor Jenny. that feels good yeah. so um if you have any more questions that was not addressed in this interview please do not hesitate to put it in the comments mm -hmm. or email and pastor jd for sure would uh, respond to you promptly so thank you so much for thanks doing for this. going easy on me well, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> Hey, this is Pastor Christian Ann of North City Church. Thanks so much for listening to this message today. We hope you feel more empowered to love your neighbors in the way of Jesus. If you have thoughts or questions, we would love to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message on our website, northcitychurchmpls.com backslash sermons. Learn more about the North City community there as well. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. A special thanks goes out to Ben Noble for the music on this podcast. If you haven't heard Ben Noble's music yet, check it out at bennoblemusic.com. Let me send you into your day with this blessing. May God give you the eyes to see and the ears to hear all that God is doing in the world around you. And may he give you the courage to respond. Amen. Amen.